0: This episode is brought to you by. Hey, Billy Bonham here, owner of Pizza Classics, located in downtown Kyle. We've been serving our community since the 90s and proudly support local Hayes athletics. At Pizza Classics, we do things the old school hard way because I think it makes a better product for our customers. Dough is made fresh daily and veggies are always hand cut. We shed our 100% whole milk mozzarella in house as well as make our own sauce from scratch. Lastly, we bake on stone. Doing it the right way takes some extra time, but we let our product do the talking. Thanks for your business. I truly appreciate it. Entertaining shows with content that spreads information and sparks discourse throughout the community. This is
1: the Pearl Media Network. Welcome to the Kyle Life Podcast. The only podcast dedicated to showcasing what makes Kyle, Texas unique. We interview local business owners, politicians, and talk with everyday residents to further promote our beautiful city. This podcast is brought to you by KyleLife.com and is proudly part of the Pearl Media Network. We thank you for tuning in today. Now sit back and enjoy the show.
0: Hey guys, Joshua here with KyleLife. On the line with me is the voice of Central Texas Speedway, Rodney Rodriguez talk more about central texas speedway and their upcoming 2014 racing season rodney thanks for coming on the show
1: hey joshua my pleasure my friend L- looking forward to this i think uh, it'll be good to get get the word out about cts and so forth uh, so let's let's get it rolling
0: yeah man i'm excited to have you and for those listeners that may not be that familiar with uh the central texas speedway could you tell us more about its history and then your role and what it's been out at the track
1: You know, Central Texas Speedway actually opened up in 1998 um you know it, it's gotten a little confusing it, it is what used to be thunder hill raceway so april of 1998 opened up and has run non-stop up until now there's been no stop in there it's just last year it became central texas speedway under under a different leadership uh, group and so forth and it's just continued to move forward um you know local stock car racing is what we do we've got uh you know folks from from all around central texas that, that bring their cars out and most most of them are hobbyists you know they get out there and have a good time and and that's exactly how i've been involved with, you know in the sport um i guess i was a couple of years old my dad took me to our first you know first race i ever went to at, at austin speedorama and have been a part of it ever since i i race uh started racing in 95 i still actively race every now and then i'll be on the track this year at various points and uh in 2008, the end of 2008, uh, fortunately, thanks to uh, Marianne Nauman, the previous promoter there, and uh, Bobby Chaffee and John Malise, I was able to get into the announcing mode, and kind of one of those things, I did that one night, and here we are, 2014, you know, is here, and I'm still doing it, and and I love it, I I love it, you know, it's a a whole new facet for me, Um, I kind of always thought that when when my career wound down on the track that i'd go into that uh, i didn't know that it would the career would continue and i would announce but uh hey we'll do this as long as we can
0: yeah and so i didn't even know you you actually are an active racer
1: yeah yeah i uh i race um, uh a camaro in the super street stock class um and actually this year i'm going to be doing some racing also uh with the dwarf car racing series of Texas. So there's going to be a couple of nights Joshua where I'm actually racing in two different classes and um, on nights that I'm competing, you actually see me. Then I disappear for a little bit to go drive. And then mysteriously <laughs> I come running back, you know, so it's kind of like a, a
0: Superman effect. Yeah. So, I was going to say you wear a lot of hats out there, huh? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And you know, the the nights that I do both classes and announce, well, I'll, I'll announce every night. That's the the given, you know, unless you change your mind, but uh, (laughs) uh, I I will definitely, uh, announce every night, but yeah, I'll I'll go back and forth a couple of times going from car to car. So that, that'll be, that'll be really interesting. Um, a lot of times, you know, folks have said, well, we had a, we had to mic you up while you're driving. I said, well, you probably don't want to hear what I'm saying. Are, you know you, you get frustrated in traffic so you can just imagine on the racetrack I, where where yeah, the gloves are off
0: i can only imagine that's right and I, i'm gonna go on a limb and say i'm sure it is your race and experience that kind of gives you that knowledge and to be confident and be an, uh, an adequate announcer right
1: well you, you know that that's really what it is joshua you know folks folks are always telling me well we, we love your style but you know anybody if you really pay attention on race night, what what i do is i just sit there and, and I'll point out, you know, little things that the, that the you know, the, the everyday fan may not notice. You know, if a car's doing a certain thing, I'll start pointing that out. Or, you know, if I start seeing something that I, that I think in a couple of laps, you know, something's going to happen to a car, I can usually start gauging that and kind of walk, walk the folks through it as it's about to happen. And um, then just a lot of stories. I've been involved with this stuff for so long all across You know, Texas, you know, and and Austin, San Antonio, Corpus Christi, College Station. I mean, I've just done this for so long. I just know and and remember so much. That's really really what it is. You know, they get consumed into some of these stories. And, (laughs) you you know, it's cool. It's cool because I look up and I see people. I I wish my kids would pay attention like the fans do a lot of times. (laughs) I
0: I hear that. Happy
1: guys (laughs) like a dad at home. (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you were talking about the, the kind of car you're racing and, and the the styles or whatnot. Someone like me, I am a very casual fan. I've been out to the races before, but I, you know, I don't really know what I'm watching. Does Central Texas Speedway host a variety of racing, like different types of cars, even different types of races in terms of the length? I mean, how how is the variety out there any given race night?
1: We've got everything on a, on a given race night, like, um, you know, our first event coming up on March 29th, Derek Scott's Auto Park Night at the races. You're going to see probably 11 different divisions racing on that Saturday and, or any given Saturday. You know, we race March through November. So you see anything from we have what are called NASCARs, which those are really high-powered, small go-karts is what they are. Uh, you see that all the way up to what uh what you may think is like a bomber car which is a big you know heavy you know family sedan that's called a a grand stock you know one of the entry level divisions all the way up through through an all-out modified which is an open wheel i mean built specifically for racing these things are so light and quick um up into a late model, which is what to, to a casual fan, that's going to be what would resemble more of a, of a sprint cup car that you would see on television. Same, same body style, you know, Mm -hmm. Chevrolets, the Fords, you know, Toyotas, all of that, that that's our late model. So it's, it's a progression all the way through and you can kind of tell on a race night, you know, okay, this is more entry level to where this is advanced. You know, you can see that a late model, those guys go race all around the country, where a Grand Stock or a Sport Compact, which is a small mini-stock type car, you know, that, that entry level, That that's where you're going to jump in and get your feet wet. Right. And then, of course, we have the ever-popular, the most popular car in Texas, we have the trucks. A little bit of everything. There, there's something for everybody on the track.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like that. And, and not just that, but for the racers, it seems like it, uh, these events have got to be a blast because if you're brand new to it, you get to uh, mingle with, I guess, the seasoned pros any given night, huh?
1: that's the thing. And with the, with the Texas racing community, you find that you get, you get folks that jump in there, you know, they've always wanted to do it or whatever. They go buy a car, they build something, they jump out there. And so many of the guys that have done it for a long time, will actually take them and groom them and give them advice that that will help them work their way up through the various divisions. I mean, there are so many guys, you know, whether a younger driver or, or an older driver that, you know, not, not so long ago may have started out in a, in a, in a grand stock or a mini stock, those entry level things and, and worked themselves all the way up. Like the class that I'm in, the, the super street stock is what that is actually called. And that's, you know, a steel bodied, you know, my Camaro looks like a, like a 1981 Camaro, you know, it looks like what those cars look like, Right. but you work your way through. And like, my class is probably about the, the mid level of what you'd see out there. It's Right. It's a little bit more advanced than than those beginner classes, but not quite the the full decked out all, you know, aftermarket body, you know, late model or modified. So there's just so many variations and guys work their way up and some guys work their way down. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's really cool. It's really cool to watch the progression of the driver, especially these young guys. The, the young guys that are coming up, uh, we've got some couple of young drivers out there that are in there, you know, 15 16 years old that drive in the modifieds and the late models and they do phenomenal the talent uh, you know potential is just endless for some of these guys makes a old guy like me kind of jealous
0: sometimes <laughs> yeah and I, I can tell you as a as a as a person that's been out there as a fan that has enjoyed race nights before uh back even from the the thunderhill days um i can tell that the the scene the, the racing scene here in, in our area, Central Texas and probably the whole state, seems to be pretty strong. Would you, what, How would you say the state is? I mean, it always seems to have a packed grandstand out there. Everyone seems to be enjoying themselves. The racers always put on a good show. Has that been your experience uh, as an announcer and a racer?
1: Yeah, you know, we're, we're growing back into that. Uh, we were kind of at a period, you know, about a year and a half, maybe two years ago, where a lot of us, you know, on the inside, we're, we're really concerned. I mean, because we lost, a couple of tracks that were open, you know, around the state. You know, unfortunately, San Antonio had closed their track. It reopened, but it's since, you know, they've ceased operations again. Um, Corpus Christi's still going, but they've backed away on their schedule a little bit. So the actual asphalt racing, you know, track has has kind of gone away. It's, it's ourself, you know, at CTS, And then Houston, uh, which Houston runs a great operation over there. They've had a great... You know, amount of cars and fan base they really know what they're doing over there those guys are great but it you know you hate to see other tracks close down but i think what's actually happened as that's happened we've watched some of those drivers come to our facility and a lot of those fans you know they start to think well you know maybe the drive from san antonio you know 65 miles maybe it's not that big of a deal to go to kyle to make sure that we still have a place to go enjoy our hobby and, and we have some really passionate fans out there, you know, they, yep. <laughs> they really get into it. They have their favorite drivers and something happens to their driver and, and, and they really get into it. That's that's cool to see. That's really cool to see a, a passionate race fan like that.
0: I agree. And like we mentioned earlier, coming up on March 29th, it is the opening night for the 2014 racing season. It's going to be the Derek Scott Auto Park Night at the Races. What can folks expect when they come out to the Night at the Races?
1: Oh man! I- expect to be entertained more than you would ever believe. And and our friend uh, Derek Scott there, he's actually over in Hern. His he's one. Of, he his son is one of the drivers I'm talking about. I believe right now he's probably he may be 15 now, and he'll actually be out there in a pro late model racing.
0: 15? So, you say?
1: F- 15 years old. Little little guy. Little guy. I mean, you look at him, and uh, I mean. <laughs> you'll you'll see i mean but yeah. <laughs> he's really good he, he came out last year ran you know his first few late model races out there placed in the top five you know most of the time went and raced in san antonio a couple of those events and did really well so you know we, we do thank Derek scott uh auto park you know for uh, sponsoring that opening night uh that that dealership goes back to 1957 when scott chevrolet's you know, was north of Waco. So thanks to them, but, uh, it's just 11 different classes of racing and all of the stuff, you know, that I was mentioning there, we've got some touring series that are going to be coming in. Um, those NASCARs are always there dwarf car race series of Texas. I'll actually be in that race myself. Um, the Texas pro sedans will be there and that's, uh, you know, the small scale down, you know, small compact car. Uh, they start their 39th season of racing in the state of Texas, on march 29th so we welcome those folks in. there'll be 20 plus cars in those divisions so it's going to be really exciting all the gates will open up at four o'clock we'll start the racing somewhere around five and then the main events start at six o'clock but you'll have all of that on the track over in our midway we've got you know several vendors that are going to be coming in uh we're going to have live music happening out there so there's a little bit of everything the lucas cook band will be playing out on the midway So what we're planning to do is bring some of the uh, winning drivers over, have them park their cars there, have an autograph session while uh, Lucas Cook is doing his thing. So there's so much to do. I mean, there's something for everybody. There'll be a, a face painting, a balloon clown, you name it, you know, kids of all ages from from 10 years old up into kids of 80 years old, you know, there, there'll be something for them to do there on 29th.
0: That's right. And I'm glad you mentioned that because that's something that I try to convey as well to my friends on for this race night, you know, I, myself and my wife and we're going to take our kiddos, kiddos out there. It'll be their first races ever. We got some uh, headphones for them, protective headwear, but uh, <laughs> we, we, something I do like to tell people is... It's family fun. Even if you're not that much into racing, it's still a cool event to go to to get your feet wet in the racing. But there's a lot like there's always great live music. There's always great food on hand there. There's there's always, you know, the I've seen yeah. the beach volleyball courts are looking good. I've n- never played there. I don't want to embarrass myself. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, like like you really said, cool. it's just it seems like a lot of family fun to be had at a very affordable cost. It's not too much yeah. to get your family out there.
1: It- Sure, you know, it's $15 to get in there. Kids 12 and under are always free at our gates. I mean, that, that's certainly, you know, that, that's one thing. This, this racing, you, you, you get kids involved when they're young, and it's something that they can pursue, you, you know, throughout their life. And, it, and it's, a positive, it's a positive thing to get them into. You know, it's very competitive, but still, though, you know, you, you get kids involved. I mean, me, I mean, I was a young kid when I started this. A lot of the drivers, same thing, that have been around a while. They started when they were really young. But what we've actually found out there is we incorporated, you know, the, the racing obviously is there, the track. You know, you can go race go karts, you know, during the week or the weekends that we're not racing. So that that's there. But then the music, we found we had a lot of folks that were coming out to watch the races, and then you know suddenly they're really getting into the music. We started finding, and so, same thing on the on the on the other end. You know, we had a couple of big shows out there last year with you know, Randy Rogers, yep. and, you know. Rick- and so forth and we found that music fans were coming out and I started noticing the music was playing and I looked and I saw these music fans watching the races so you know we, we kind of hit on something there you know a couple of, of really passionate fan bases music and racing combine them into one and man it's a, it's a home run you're, you're going to do well whenever you have an event out there when you have that kind of fan base you know on both both different situations there.
0: That's right. And, you know, I found out about the event, uh, well, 3 alls PR guy, but mainly on Facebook, too. If people are listening and they want to know either more information on the race nights or just the track in general, what where are some places that they can go to find more information?
1: Like you mentioned there, uh, Joshua, Facebook.com, search Central Texas Speedway, um, right there, especially with all the, the social media use these days. I mean, that, that's always a given there. And uh, Matt Donovan does a really good job of uh, keeping keeping that facebook page up to date with what's going on out there um you know there's information about our karting that you can go out and do yourself all of our race information there we get the schedule up there there's pictures everything you want uh syntaxspeedway.com is our official website you can go to that site and uh, you can buy your tickets online you know skip skip waiting in line over there buy your ticket buy your ticket uh, in advance, and while everybody's at the ticket window, you just cruise on in the other uh, gate there and walk on in because you've bought it online. So uh, that's also, you know, for, for the the racing folks, you know, all the rules and registration, all of that is right there as well. That's SyntexSpeedway.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, at SyntexSpeedway. Lots of cool information there, you know, keeping it within 140 characters. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, um, you know the, the social media is probably the driving force. Yes, the website is there, but uh, social media—if you, if, if you get involved with those—I mean, you'll, you'll know exactly what
0: we're doing out there at all times. Great, man! So it's easy to keep up. Absolutely, Rodney, man, I really do appreciate your time and, and coming and talking about it. I I can't wait for the opening night and then for the whole 2014 season. I'm I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, you know, it's March through November, and um, either place, you know, Facebook, Twitter syntaxspeedway.com the full season schedule is there kicking off on the 29th so really looking forward to that that 29th event is going to be really cool we're going to have some classic cars out there as well from a from a classic car museum uh for the for maybe the males would be more interested in this but the ladies from twin peaks will be there they're going to help us uh, present trophies and so forth so that's pretty much what you will see all season you know that that type of race night when you go out there so Want as many people to come out and and enjoy this. It's so cool to have it sitting right there in Hayes County. Um, You know, San Marcos is there. You know, San Antonio, Austin, Lockhart. I mean, right there in the middle, the track sits just waiting for everybody to come on out. We call it the home of fast cars and hot guitars for a reason because the action's hot on the track and off the track. So we look forward to seeing everybody out there.
0: Man, couldn't have said it better myself. Rodney, thanks, man. We'll see you soon.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Look forward to seeing you, bud.
0: And that will do it for this episode of the Cow Life Podcast. If you'd like more information on Central Texas Speedway, check out their website at www.syntetspeedway.com or find them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Central Texas Speedway. For cowlife.com and the Pearl Media Network, I'm Joshua Steuben. Thank you for listening.